This episode is brought to you by Mountain Sea Media. I spent half my life near the Pacific Ocean and the other half in the mountains of Central Oregon. These places are full of profound stories and experiences that guide my life, even now as a media creator and a beer professional. This is how Mountain Sea Media was born. I realized how impactful stories are to our lives and business. Stories share good experiences and the warmth of friends. They improve business by sharing these experiences and connecting deeply with our customers. If you'd like to connect better with your customers through copywriting and storytelling, contact me at jeremy at mountainseamedia.com. It's your story. I'll help you tell it. Welcome to Episode 7 of Good Beer Matters. Good beer is fun. Good beer is, is, a, is, a, is a great time, is an experience. I think it's, um, it's awesome to see the turn of um, communal sense in this area and over alcohol production, which is interesting. It's great. I sat down to have some pizza and a beer while visiting Virginia in 2017. The beer lineup in this pizza joint consisted of some of the usual East Coast suspects as well as a few from the West. However, I ended up with a local IPA. The beer was good. So good, in fact, I asked the waitress about the brewery. Next thing I knew, she took me upstairs to meet the owner brewers. There, I discovered a story of friendship and collaboration. In a town so old, the buildings seem to share their stories and whispers. This very small brewery is creating a community with good beer and a few stories of its own. Meet Caleb. Uh, my name is Caleb Rittenauer. I am a owner brewer of Alsatian Brewing Company. And Paul. My name is Paul Freshly, and I'm head brewer of Alsatian Brewing Company in Winchester, Virginia. Together, they began Alsatian Brewing in 2016. They craft stories through the beer they brew from their tiny second-story nano brewery in Winchester. They have fused history, culture, and wonderful flavors into a glass for every patron willing to sip and listen. My name is Jeremy. I am a certified Cicerone, BJCP judge, IBD certified brewer, and a beer writer. I believe the art, the science, and the culture of beer has more of a profound effect on us than we realize. I believe there is a world of wisdom found in every glass, and I intend to get to the bottom of it. This is Good Beer Matters. These are the stories of us of great food and the beer that brings it all together. I hope you enjoy episode seven of Good Beer Matters with Caleb and Paul of Alsatian Brewing in Winchester, Virginia. Um, we, uh, we, we met just truly like 
through craft beer. Um, I worked at a bar next door and had done some small home brewing and we just, he had done a, a, some small home brewing in the past. We uh, kind of combined that knowledge and we are both very, very analytical. Um, so we, we, we total scientific process for every batch for about a year and a half um, on the way out. And we, we tweaked, tweaked, tweaked and slowly got some products that we really liked and um, batched up, which was uh, difficult at first, but we, we kind of got the hang of it after a little while. And um, that's been great. Uh, it's, his family's offered me the opportunity to change my career, and it's been awesome. It's been a great experience. So I've got two questions to go from here. Uh, tell me about the brew house, the, the size and the specs and all that stuff. What, what are we dealing with? Uh, so we've got a three-barrel uh, brew house um, right now. It's a uh, uh, stout tanks uh, through brumation, um, and we have two firms, a couple blending tanks, um, and a bright tank. And we keg into quarter barrels, um, tall quarters, and serve off of a uh, keg box, serve off of a, a walking cooler. So what has the response been here in, in Winchester? Very receptive, um, very receptive. I think Winchester was definitely waiting for something craft beer related. As, as you said earlier when we were just speaking, um, it was uh, there, a year ago, there was only one brewery. Now there's there's three, and, and there's one opening up actually currently uh, right in the corner here. So we're there's going to be three within walking distance even, um, and so that's a, a very exciting. Um, we uh, Winchester's very receptive, I feel, and the state of Virginia has been too to our beer. We um, just recently uh, hop sneeze our IPA, uh, American style IPA, took a silver at Virginia Craft Brewers Cup, which is a awesome uh in our first year we took a silver medal so we're super stoked uh, you could say um especially for this being our first professional endeavor um we were pumped very pumped that's way better than a homebrew award <laughs> yes <laughs> yes absolutely um we were both uh both members of the shenandoah valley homebrew guild i have to plug them too um we were both members of them before uh starting with this and and they have helped out a lot um, and just being able to have like you mentioned BJCP just having a small panel to kind of turn to and say hey this is what we got and triangle taste test them and you know it's, it's awesome it's not hard to find beer beta testers is it <laughs> not at not all, all. everyone wants to test yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so tell me the story that uh, you were talking about as far as like the family and going back to so the the name uh, basically comes from where my family uh, kind of came from. Uh, they're all from Alsace, France. Uh, granted, it was probably in the 1400s, 1500s. Um, but we found a way to kind of tie in where my family's from into uh, kind of the beer world a little bit. Um, so everyone knows that region of you know, Lorraine, France, Alsace is all very wine-centric um, you know, with the kind of a Germanic influence there. Um, so with, with our facade of our building, where my family's from, we kind of we kind of quoted tied in and you know changed name to Ale Station. We're brewing all ales, um, so we kind of thought that that tie into family, you know, almost like family and friendship at the same time. We really tied in what we wanted to do as uh, brewers here in the community. So, plus it's a lot easier than tying up a lager fermenter for two to four weeks. Exactly, we're actually uh, <laughs> we're doing our first lager here in a couple of weeks, so it's kind of kind of funny for. Uh, you know, our first Oktoberfest style lager, so we're going to kind of go for it and see what happens. Nice. Yeah, I guess we uh, when we talked about our technical specs, we didn't mention that we're also brewing on the second floor of, <laughs> of, of the building. So yeah. it's, um, so it's, it's uh, yeah, we, we don't lager much. <laughs> it locks up way too much space. And we can't, uh, unfortunately, we can't add any more firms or any more tanks um, due to weight load. Uh, so it's, 
that is another thing that straps us. But we definitely want to log her more. We're pumped for this uh, Oktoberfest. So then what is your focus since uh, you, you guys are young, just just uh, celebrated your one-year anniversary. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you just celebrated your anniversary. Um, the waitress downstairs gave me a taste of the hop sneeze, I think it was. That was really tasty. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so you can't really expand, at least unless you move. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or create a secondary facility. So in this space that you have right now, you're effectively a nano brewery. Um, so what is your focus then? If you're a nano brewery, you're small, and we're not going to compete with uh, the larger breweries or Dogfish Head or Deschutes or Anheuser Busch. What is your market? What is your what is your focus? Uh, I think our focus is you know be true to us. You know do do the styles we want to do. Do them very well. And then be able to play as well. And you know, we've done a couple of blender vices, a couple of kettle sours recently. Um, we're also been able to do some collabs in the state of Virginia. We had our first one come out. We did a uh, mixed fermentation uh, saison with Lost Rhino and Ashburn. Uh, we just brewed a double white IPA with over 20 pounds of uh, orange peel uh, in Hampton with Oozle Finch. So we're really just trying to get out there, um, learn, you know, push the limits. I guess like everybody else is in this industry, uh, and really just you know. You know, share the, the love of craft beer and just be you know very technical about it and then you know like I said being able to play a little bit too isn't so bad um, absolutely I, I totally agree I am um, we we've also learned uh, failing quickly is, is a big thing so when when you when you've realized that something isn't up to up to standard you take it out and and I think that's that's huge that we've we've learned quickly um, and we've learned that we fail fast and we excel um, we adapt and change so that's we have the capability to do that in a three-row system when we cranking things out. So I think that's awesome. So, uh, so now that you guys are professional brewers and, and nano brewers, finances are part of the conversation. Um, you just said that you're that you failed a few times and and have gotten better as a result of it. But does that make you, as small brewers, where finances I'm assuming are tight, tighter mm-hmm. than a large brewery? Are you afraid to push yourselves? Are you afraid to fail? Are you afraid to dump a batch if it's not up to spec? I don't think we are. Um, and I think that's what separates um, maybe some of those those breweries. Um, all breweries fail several times a year. Um, that's that's a very common thing, actually, when you get a couple breweries together. Um, that And you can, you'll can you hear several times about national brands that have had to recall beers um, that are huge releases. Uh, so that it happens. It happens to the best of them. Um, and... I, I think also uh, in, in response to your more of the, the finance side, taking calculated risks um, and we, I, I don't think we're not opening up a ridiculous barrel program as of now in a, in a upstairs in a tiny system, you know, like, so we, we're taking calculated risks. We're, we just started a, a small barrel where we're kind of doing it all as we grow organically versus just trying to shove out all these tons of facts that we're not familiar with, you know. Um, being young, being new, we have to play with styles. We have to feel like we have to learn. We have to go to these other breweries that Kayla was mentioning, like Los Rano, Uzel Finch, Three Brothers, and ask these guys questions, these head brewers and brewmasters questions, um, and learn from them because we didn't really apprentice with anyone. Um, and that's the fun of it. Yep, learning on the fly. That's what yeah. we have to do. So. Yeah, exactly. So here we are, a new craft brewery in a town that goes way, way back. Way, way further than I'm used to on the on the West Coast. Yes. <laughs> so, do you find do you find a pool to be traditional and a pool to be progressive at the same time? 
Yes, I would totally agree with that. Um, we're in a, a smaller city and definitely inside the, there's a lot of people that push for the, the newer styles that are coming out. Um, um, but And we have a lot of traditional styles too. We like to stay towards the more modern side of things, I would feel. Yep, um, yeah. But you can totally find them in town and, and they're thriving. Um, uh, it's, I, I definitely think there's a mix. It's definitely yeah. a mix here. Yeah. So there's a drinker for that that brand new coconut kaffir lime IPA, yeah. as opposed to the the East Coast version of a British bitter. And I, I would say like one of our best selling beers um, would be our Loca Coco, which is our coconut stout, um, and that we actually that made that a flagship. We opened up in July. We'd mentioned that in July 22nd. We opened up in July with a coconut stout, and um, it flies. Uh, and we got in trouble from the. the the public when we took it off <laughs> when we didn't have it anymore <laughs> and then we, uh, we just brewed a classic style of german hefeweizen you know so it's you know we go both ways and open yeah. fermented uh no unfortunately that was the one thing we couldn't do we did uh we did do a, a step almost like decoction mash with it all german hops all german malts nice. um and we even kind of you know lagered it for an extra week just to make sure that the flavor is right and truly unfiltered so it turned out turned out well for our first kind of go at it yeah so, so if it's decoction mash is it darker is it a little bit more of like a dunkel vice uh it's like a mix i think it's like not like a dunkel quite but it's 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 a little bit darker than i think we would have liked you know for a, a true hefe but it's uh the flavor is there it's very spiced uh versus that banana you kind of get in a little warmer fermentation so it's it's turned out really well i thought so as as you guys um, continue on, thank you. As yeah, you absolutely. guys continue on with this, it's hard for me not to just get overwhelmed with my with my geekery of like <laughs> history. I mean, we have a lot of history in Portland, so I think, or yes. in, in, in East Coast, and growing up in California, where history was the Spanish. So yeah. and, and so that's all fine and dandy, but your history out here goes back hundreds of years and it's all American. You have buildings that have been around since the 1860s and the Civil War. The building across the street right here is 1849? Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Um, This this whole area, another similarity uh, we didn't mention about the Elsaz region and um, and specifically this this Winchester um, is nuts, is that uh, we we traded hands so many times in our Civil War. Um, in the Civil War, we changed like hands like in Winchester like seventy six times, something like seventy eight times. I forget exactly. Um, but uh, throughout history, due to where Alsace sits, uh, it's been back and forth between the French and Germans so many times. Uh, it's, it's really incredible. Like even just at that, the the nuance of that, the the facade and the building kind of matching, and we just became friends after the restaurant was already here. It's really interesting. Um, like it, it very cool how it all kind of came about yep, um, all pieced together so does that influence your brewing because of the germanic uh french influence and the southern and the northern southern northern southern northern influence what's funny is i think we both say no but we have a german hefe on and a saison <laughs> <laughs> so i guess we can't say that <laughs> so i you know i don't know um yeah that's kind so, of a funny question so given the context of all these things uh and given the context that you guys are writing the story of Alsatian where do you see the next chapters of this story to be told uh, I think our next big jump is probably um, a larger location for sure uh, we've, we've dabbled in distribution for about three months now um, so we're kind of statewide a little bit of DC a little bit of Maryland uh, but be able to kind of solidify our reaches and kind of keep growing the name um, 
and they would keep winning awards. We're going to GABF in October. Hopefully that turns out well for us. And we keep telling ourselves to win hopefully a few medals. And that's the yeah. goal always. Um, you doing your neck exercise? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> our, our goal is you know, to, push, to push the limits, you know, you know, of course, and just bring some, some hardware home for Winchester. And that's kind of how we, we feel. Um, anyway, I think we've, we've done a good job of it in our first year, but we've got to keep excelling. And then, of course, need that larger system to – you know, keep producing beer and, you know, move on to barrel aging, move on to some sour programs and, you know, really just start growing, keep gathering our understanding of how beer grows and you know, the craft industry as a whole. So, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to stop no. trying to learn about beer. Like you said, the, the geekery, the nerdery, it's just fantastic. <laughs> when people talk about wine, when people talk about wine from Alsace, they talk about the families, the estates, mm-hmm. the food pairings, the tasting notes, the soil, the terroir, the weather. But in beer, people tend to talk about the ABVs, the IBUs. Um, maybe, maybe those people have been around drinking for a while. Tell me about the style, maybe. What stories do your beers have to say along the same lines of, of wine? That is a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, that's awesome. I, I, we try to name our beers off of like think I don't know I, I guess the only thing I can think of would be the Hunter and Hopsies. Hopsies, yeah, it's kind of the biggest one. Yeah. Um, so we we uh, when we were learning how to kind of brew more, we had a, a brew magic system, um, Sabco brew magic system, and um, we still do use it as a, as a small pilot system. But uh, we were using uh, we were at a farm in Stephen City at Caleb's family farm. Um, that has been in the family for like, ever. Forever, yeah. yeah. And um, so we, we were bringing a tack room in a, in a barn, and there was a really old uh, barn dog, Hunter. Um, and he, uh, it was Caleb's childhood dog. And every time I'd go out of boil, I, I would take the hop bag out, because that system, I couldn't just clog it full of hops or anything. So I would take hot bags out, and I would throw them out um, into, uh, into the yard to cool down. And he would always get up, because he was always hanging out with me when I was brewing. And he'd get out, and he'd kind of bite at it, and chew it, and scratch the hops, and roll around in it because he was just a dirty barn dog loved him <laughs> and um he uh he would sneeze a couple of times and every time we'd say all right the, the beer's hunter approved it's, it's we got the hop sneezes and um then we made hop sneeze ipa and it was fitting that that was the one that meddled which is a pretty cool story we like that um as far as family goes it's i feel like a member of your family yeah right these, these guys have taken me in <laughs> so um again all all beer technical stuff aside and kind of thinking of stories and and i think about um the value of beer sure it tastes good it it warms my heart warms my belly warms my head and you know and i i kind of calm down afterwards and (laughs) i mean that's that's just kind of like to me that's a functional thing but um but as far as like sitting down around a, a bar with people like you and i have never met before and we live on the opposite sides of the country but here we are chatting over beer Right over community, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so in the vein of beer as a tool to facilitate relationships and experiences. Mm-hmm. So, given that context, my my final question for you guys is: Why does good beer matter? Uh, I think good beer, like I said, it's a conversation piece. Um, you know, it's an easy way to start. Um, if you go like, stepping back, looking at our, our tasting room, you know, all of our tables are. You know, they're, they're beer stock, beer house style tables. They're beer garden tables. You know, the idea is, you know, to build a community. You might sit next to somebody you don't know, you know, and hopefully we're thinking, you know, at least friends. to break the ice. 
you know, there's a, a cold glass of beer in front of everybody. So uh, that's how we kind of we see it. We want beer to be, like you said, a part of the community, um, a, a discussion piece. You know, we feel all of our beers we produce are good, and that's what we really come out. You know, other people always have their own opinions, which is great. You, know, you got to take your criticisms when you get them. Um, but for us, I think you know the way the good beer is a you know, part of the community and a conversation piece. Um, you know, everybody has their own palate, though, and I think it's each way. It's kind of you get to take the good with the bad, and hopefully somebody enjoys it. That's like we're our goal. Um, maybe over a pie or over you know, an appetizer. So, right? Yeah, we could say like you know, BJCP defines good beer as what, but good beer is fun. Good beer is is a, is a, is a great time, is an experience, is, a, is is the culture of the town, and having three different breweries in town that create three different uh, products is it, great to have a discussion, you know, um, and have. Uh, Winchester Brewers and then us it, it's it's awesome um, broken window opening up I just think it's all bringing community it's making this location a destination point um, as you had mentioned everything's growing huge breweries are growing out uh, obviously in, in Bend and all the you know huge huge cities in Oregon but in the west coast but I think it's um it's awesome to see the turn of um, communal sense in this area and over alcohol production which is interesting it's great <laughs> nice anything you Anything you want to add to all this? Good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm great. Yeah, this is great. What do you think of the the German Hefe? It's German. It's German. <laughs> it's German. It, uh, German in our lungs. The the aroma on this is amazing. So I get a little bit of banana, a little bit of bubble gum. The clove is nice and restrained. It's, it smells smooth. Thank you. But it's but it's got a incredible nose on it and I haven't smelled anything like this very often uh, in, uh, in the northwest everyone loves to over hop everything Every, yeah, so I, now I, we I, have hoppy pilsners everyone's yeah. hoppy. that's that's like, hoppy pilsner hoppy pilsner I got, I got, yeah. hey I got a great idea how about a hoppy pilsner uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, even even the uh, even the saisons are hopped even the everything's hopped really, yeah. to, I mean comparatively absolutely this reminds me of a traditional classic German Hef, kind of on awesome. on par with like a Pauliner or Francis Goner. Oh but, wow! Thank but, you. But 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 didn't travel over the boat and skunk yeah. up a bit. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a bitch and beer. <laughs> yeah, a bitch and beer. Can we use it as a quote? That is a that is a bitch and beer. That is a bitch and beer. Yes, sir. I told you guys I'm from the West Coast, right? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> dude. That is a bitch and beer. Wow. And and it's funny. And there is a a strong note of bubblegum, but it's not too much. It's just in the background enough where I can taste it. But it's kind of like a diacetyl and a bitter. Okay. Yeah. Where if just enough, I kind of like it. Acceptable, it, appropriate, yeah. absolutely. I had a. Um, Thank you. I had the uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp uh, Dunkelweiss yes. uh, last night. Oh, yeah. And, and there was – no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I lied to you. I had that. That was, that was amazing too. Um, but I had the, I had the uh, Devil's Backbone uh, Vienna Lager. Okay. Oh, yes. And, and which, is, which is great, but that had a ton of that, a ton of diacetyl in it. But okay. it, it wasn't too much. It was just enough where I, I could tell it. That's, that's a problem, exactly. but yep. – mm, yep. like yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very cool. much. Absolutely. Thank you. This is a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for time. Thank you. And so, taste of this beer. Of course. As many of you know, I love good beer and a good story. 
But after meeting with Caleb and Paul in their small brewery in Winchester, I started wondering about how nano brewers are able to compete with the regional, the national, and the global behemoths of beer. In terms of production and distribution, they are outmatched at every step, yet small breweries like Elsation exist in many communities. The next few episodes of Good Beer Matters will focus on some of these small breweries to answer the question, with so much good beer and competition out there, why have they taken a small step into a very big world? Good Beer Matters is a show about great beer, great friends, and the experiences we create together but it's also about better appreciation of the beer you enjoy. I believe better education leads to better enjoyment. So if you're a beer and food professional or even a beer enthusiast, then please subscribe to Good Beer Matters and leave a rating on iTunes. After that, grab a beer, hang out with friends, and let the world open up. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.